This week's podcast is sponsored by Magic Mind. Being anxious artists, we often find it hard to concentrate on our work or find the motivation to start the day. We're really excited to share with you our recent experiences of trying Magic Mind, the world's first productivity shot. Magic Mind combines matcha, which is basically nature's extended release version of caffeine, and bacopa monieri, a new tropic which helps improve your attention span. And lastly, it includes organic lion's mane mushrooms, which can help to reduce your anxiety and stress levels. I'd heard really positive things about lion's mane mushrooms, so I was excited to try it for myself. I really love taking my shot of Magic Mind each morning, as it's refreshing and helps to kickstart my day. I personally don't like drinking that much caffeine in the morning, so this was a great alternative. I love how easy it was to incorporate into my morning routine. Also, it tastes great and the bottles are small so you can take it anywhere with you. If you also struggle with your productivity, stress or anxiety and you want to find out if Magic Mind is for you, you get one month free when you subscribe for three months at magicmind.com forward slash Jan Out of Ink. And with our code Out of Ink 20, it's an extra 20% off, which gets you a 75% off discount this January. This offer only lasts until the end of January, so subscribe now so you don't miss out. Hello and welcome to the Out of Ink podcast with myself, B. Baranoska and Molly Lemon. This is a podcast where two anxious creatives talk openly and honestly about life as an artist. It is uh, 10am in the morning and I've been up for six hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yay for me! How wonderful, you can get so much done in that time. (laughs) It's so bleak being awake at that time in the morning. Yeah, and especially this time of year, it's really dark. Yeah, it's so dark that by the time mm. it gets light, I've, I've already been up for like three hours. Yeah, it's <laughs> horrible. It's not, not a good start to the new year. And on that note, happy new year to all our listeners. Was this our third year podcasting then? Yeah, I was just thinking it's coming up to our third birthday. Mm, we should have a little party. I would say we'd do a bonus episode for our birthday, but I just don't think we've got the energy <laughs> We'll host a little birthday party on our Instagram, maybe. Oh, will we? Okay, cool. I look forward to it. I don't even know when our anniversary is. Is it? Is it March? Or is it February? Or is it April? Wow. We have to look back on. (laughs) I think it's one of those months. Yeah. Well, are you back with a feeling of? God, what is wrong? Are you back? Are you feeling fresh and ready for 2024? Um, I don't really buy into the whole New Year thing, to be honest. No. I find it a bit much that one day you're just having a nice time and the next mm. day you're supposed to change everything, set loads of goals, <laughs> set all your expectations <laughs> way higher than they've ever been before and I don't like it. I sort no. of like to just continue as though nothing's changed because change is terrifying. True. I guess the nice thing about New Year, though, is this, if you had a bad year, mm. 
It's kind of like a clean slate. It could be seen as a clean slate if you wanted it to be. It could be, but also like nothing is notebook. going to change overnight. I think it is important that people remember just because we've changed a number in our year <laughs> doesn't really mean that everything's suddenly going to be like magically better. True. Every time I edition a print at the moment, I start to write a three. So all my fours have like a fleck off to the left at the top. <laughs> I can't get it in my head. You know, you gave me that little five year diary. <laughs> Well, for about a week writing in it in January, I wrote the year is 2023 and then thought, oh no, nightmare. <laughs> anyway, are you feeling, you know, positive about 2024? I feel anxious because it's Monday morning and it feels like everything I didn't do last week has suddenly grown bigger and more urgent. Yeah, there's something horrible about a Monday, really. Monday is like a mini version of a new year every week. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Monday's the January of the week. Oh, that's so true. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's so true. So I felt dread today and anxiety. And and those emails, like, I have emails from... Bearing in mind it's the 15th of January, I have emails from... I think my oldest one is about the 18th of December. Oh, no. That I need to apply to. And that's coming up to a month. Yeah, but you were on Christmas holidays in your defence. Yeah. I also just have so much anxiety around emails. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have so much anxiety and then you don't reply. And then there's more anxiety because you also need to now apologise. Yeah, it would almost be better to just reply as soon as it came in, wouldn't it? (laughs) It really would. I don't work like that, though. Oh, well, it's going to be fine. You've got your lovely uh, residency holiday to look forward to soon. I do. I do. I was I was getting a bit stressed about that this morning because, as you know, my car doesn't go very far because it's an old electric, and and uh, rural Wales isn't famous for its charging network. <laughs> no, I can't imagine it. Because <laughs> I was lying in bed about six o'clock this morning, looking up where all the charges were. It's quite stressful. And did you find some? Yeah, most were out of order though, so I need to um I need to to do more research. But anyway, I am looking forward to it. I am um. This time next episode, I will have done the residency. I didn't know if you might actually record it while I'm away because that would be fun. Yeah, and then I can describe where I am and what's going on. Mm, Keep the people interested. Change it up a bit. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) coming to you from Wales. (laughs) Right, shall we? That's that's quite enough fodder for the for this episode. Nothing's happened. Just Chris. Oh no. How was your Christmas? Oh no, do we have to talk about Christmas? Okay, rate your Christmas from 1 to 10 on the anxiety scale. Just do a number. My my Christmas was it's so depressing. My Christmas was probably a 3. The okay. thing is, there's so much expectation around a baby's first Christmas. It will be magical. Ah, oh, look a baby Christmas, lovely wonderful times. No, uh-uh, incorrect because (laughs) babies they get sick all the time they don't sleep and generally they don't like you to be have time to do your things you want to do so my christmas was um (sighs) yeah a three it was a three there were nice moments but in general it was stressful because um the baby was really sick and didn't sleep and you were sick as well. And I was sick, and then Adam was a bit sick, and then we were away visiting family, but then also the baby was too ill for us to visit any more family, and it was all a bit... Um... Anticlimactic. Yeah. How about you? What what number was your Christmas? A six. Hmm. Better than a three, but still not. Yeah, it, it was fine. That was a great debrief there. <laughs> Right, first anxiety scale of 2024. Mm. 
is soft drinks. No, oh, no cold drinks. Get it right, Molly. It, it was wrong. your suggestion. Both Molly and me, we both agreed that my suggestion this time was the, was better, but it lost. Yeah, it was. The public voted, so we're going they with... They didn't want yogurts. No, well, yogurts are amazing. People are wrong. I feel like people are going to stop voting because every time they vote, we berate them for making the wrong <laughs> choice. <true. laughs> Please keep voting. Oh my God, I came up with such a good anxiety scale for next time. Well, you better hope it wins the vote. Although it will, because you always win the vote. <laughs> Even when I shouldn't. <laughs> it's not alcoholic. We've ruled out alcoholic drinks. Yeah, we. I think we did an alcoholic scale. I declared to be yesterday I'm going teetotal for, for the rest of my life now. <laughs> so do you want to go first? Um, so number 10, a lovely, lovely, non-anxious day, I've put as guava juice. Wow, that's so lovely. <laughs> have you ever had guava juice? Yeah, I think I have. Nice, fruity. I love fruit. I like guavas. Actually, if I had it at your house, I think I had it at your house. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So basically, when we used to go to France when I was little, you could only buy guava juice in France. And it was really exciting mm. because I'd have to wait for my, for my holidays to have guava juice. So it was sort of a real special novelty. And then they started selling it over here, mm. which was really exciting, but also did take the edge off it a tiny bit. But it's also, it's not a thing I buy all the time. Kind of, it's a special, special occasion juice. But it's really nice because it's not too sweet. It's really pulpy and thick as well. And tell like mm. in terms of a juice and like a smoothie. Yeah, and it's a really satisfying pink color, and I just love it. Yeah, that's nice. Good choice. Okay, so number one, bad day. It's <laughs> Dr Pepper. Is that like Coca Cola? Yeah. So it's basic. Well, I always thought it was just a brand of Coca Cola, but it. I think it's its own thing in its own right, and it okay. tastes horrible, and I don't like it. <laughs> Is it like a cherry type flavour of Coca-Cola? No. You can get cherry. Oh, I have had it. You can it, get cherry but... Coca-Cola. If I'm honest with you, I don't really know what it is or what's in it. I've just, just had it like a it. couple of times and thought, why would I drink that but I could drink Coca-Cola? I love all those like fizzy, really bad for you drinks. I love them. And I was never allowed them as a mm. child. And now I, with my adult brain, I know they're so bad for me, so I don't go near them. What, not even like Coke or lemonade? No, honestly, when we've had, like, people visit and they've left behind, like, Coca-Cola, we've put it down the sink because yeah. we're like, we would drink that and that would just dissolve <laughs> us from the inside out. <laughs> Especially Sam now on his health kit. He, it would just yeah. be so offensive for you to have that. I mean, I don't really drink that either. I used to have Coke if we went to, like, a pub and, mm. and I didn't want alcohol, but that was my go-to possibly. But, yeah, I, yeah we don't have it at home. Oh, it is delicious. <laughs> it is lovely, but... I crave it often. Oh, do you? Yeah, but I, I, it's just, you know, if you set a hard rule for yourself, it's quite easy to stick to. Like, it's not, I'll have it every so often. If it's like a no, I will never have it. Mm. It's okay. You can do it. Okay, well, today, you can guess what number this is. Mm. I am Pepsi. Isn't that really similar to... Um, yes, it, it is. But it is a different yeah, so... thing, and therefore you must allow it. Okay, <laughs> so it's going to be a two. It's a three. Yeah. Yeah, that figures early start Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah. I dropped Matt's off at the childminders and when I told her what time he woke up, she looked at me with deep sadness in her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) She just looked so (laughs) sorry for me and I thought, Mm. oh dear, do I look that tired? You don't. Mm, Well, you can't see me properly because I'm, you know. Slightly pixelated. Yeah. 
Well, in, with this many pixels, you look great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> right, talk us through your uh, drink scale. Well, I start, I wrote this, and then realised I I could have put a, a nice, really indulgent milkshake, but I shouldn't put anything at number ten that would make me feel sick, should I? Really, you've got to think of the after effects of these things. It's true. So, uh, number 10, I've gone for a really nice, fiery ginger beer. Yeah, I knew you'd put ginger mm. beer at number 10. I love it. It's such a treat for me. Mm, ginger beer's nice. Yeah, I just love I love the fieriness of it. And it always beats alcohol. You couldn't offer me an alcohol. I would prefer <laughs> to a ginger beer. Mm. Um, number one, absolutely disgusting. Don't know why it exists. My mum keeps ordering it every time we go to a pub and I look at her like, <laughs> why? <laughs> it is tomato juice. Um, yeah, I feel like it's got a place in a Bloody Mary, but possibly not so much on its own. I've never had a Bloody Mary. I don't want a Bloody Mary. I want tomato juice on my pizza or on my pasta. I don't want it in a cup. I actually don't dislike tomato juice, but I can't really have that big an opinion on it because I can't say I've ever gone out to buy it and just drunk it as is. I feel like it's a really weird thing to order at a pub. Just it on is its quite weird, yeah. but I do enjoy it. You, you, it's, you know, it's unique. No, <laughs> I don't like the taste. I don't know how they managed to make tomatoes taste so disgusting. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> um, and then, today I'm a, an iced tea. Mm. Oh, I love iced tea, but it is Monday morning. Five. Yeah, I'm a five. I did think, oh, could I push myself to a six? But as I was writing that scale, I had butterflies in my stomach. I thought, no, that would be a lie. (laughs) (laughs) So I am a five for no particular Mm. reason other than it's the January of the week. Do you know what? Iced tea is really lovely, but Mm. I ordered it once in... Where was I? Oh, possibly in in Italy. Mm. And it was literally just tea. That was cold with a tiny bit of lemon in it. And I thought, no, no, this this isn't the iced tea I wanted. I wanted sugar. sugar, yeah. It was horrible. So I think possibly in different countries they have different interpretations of iced tea. Hmm. Quite a nice anxiety scale, really. Quite a nice scale. Yogurts could have been better, but there we go. (laughs) I'll pitch it again next week against your amazing idea. Right, so this month we're going to be talking about setting yourself a project yes i'm just going to our instagram to find the questions that we were kindly sent so we're we're not talking about a project like for example something you'd normally need to do such as an advent calendar that hangs over me all year Mm. that's something i do anyway this is like a project that is about it could be about fun or like expanding your practice, something a bit different. Yeah, or alongside. pushing yourself out of your comfort zone mm. or like holding yourself accountable to a deadline that's not a real deadline, but might help you be more productive at a difficult time of year. Yeah, pull you out of the January blues. Mm. So at the end of these questions, we're going to both reveal what project we've set ourselves and talk a bit about them. But mm. we'll answer your questions first. Um, what do you do if you lose motivation halfway through a project? I feel like that might be a sign that the project maybe wasn't right. Mm. Maybe there wasn't enough enthusiasm or maybe the timeline was too long. Maybe you set it for two months and it needed to be a month. That makes me think possibly possibly my project might need a shorter <laughs> deadline. Um yeah, I was going to say, usually, for, for me, when I lose motivation for something, it's because I've lost the passion for it. Mm. 
I think either you need to try and go back to the place where you started, where the project started and what motivated you then Mm. and how passionate you were about it and try and find a way to get back to that place. Because I think that is possible because I do think you go on tangents as a creative person and sometimes what inspires you one day is not going to inspire you the next day. Yeah. But I think if you were really passionate about it, it is always possible to to pick it back up. You just might need to do something to re-inspire yourself. Yeah, change it up a bit. Sometimes you just need to push through. Like, you just need to sit with it. Like, there's a lot of blocks that I have unfinished at the moment. And they're they're causing me anxiety because I feel like <laughs> I don't like that they're sat there. But I know if I give myself two hours to sit with one of them, I will progress it. It's just hard to start sometimes. Yeah, it's really hard to start. And it's even harder to start something you started two months ago and then stop doing. I don't know how long how long this imaginary project is, but say it's like ten illustrations and you've you've done five of them mm. and you don't like them and that's why you've lost motivation. Then I think you're right. Then possibly it was a bad project. Yeah, or or it's done what it needed to do. It's told you that isn't the direction that you want to go in. Mm. Yeah, and because they're they're self-made projects, there shouldn't be the pressure that you absolutely have to finish it if it's causing you dread and you're not enjoying what you're doing. Yeah, like you say, okay, I'm quitting this now, but I'm going to set myself a new project from what I've learned from the old one. Mm. It's okay to quit sometimes. Sometimes the right thing to do is to walk away from something. Mm. Not always, but that's why it's good to sit down and try and push through because often you can. How do you maintain momentum with a project alongside running a business? I think this is important when you're thinking about deadlines in terms of your project because you don't want to put unnecessary pressure on yourself. You want just enough pressure Mm. so that you're going to get it done but so that if you have actual deadlines or orders to get out or things that need doing for your business, you can still prioritise those. So I think it would be... It will be different for each individual because you're just going to have to work out realistically how much time you want to dedicate to it. I think if you built a habit around it, so most business owners, their days are so busy uh, for many reasons. But if you said every morning at seven for 15 minutes, you're going to do your project. Mm then it's just part of the habit it's like brushing your teeth you do it and then you move on with your other things you need to do it doesn't need to take over your day because that wouldn't be like a fun project then that would be work (laughs) yeah that's that's the thing as well and we, we want it to be fun because otherwise there's no point in it really yeah what criteria do you use in setting deadlines for personal goals and challenges I think you've got to know what what your capacity is like when I was thinking about setting myself a project, I was thinking I already feel so overwhelmed by the, the upcoming months. <laughs> you were like, thinking, why have I suggested we do this? <laughs> yeah, like I have so much on, I feel so stressed. Like I was working last night and I was just like, Sam came in and said, how's it going? And then I was like, I don't know, I don't know. March is coming up so quickly and I've got so much to do. And he was like, oh, I didn't want to hear all that on a Sunday night. Like that's <laughs> where my brain is. So I'm not going to set myself a project that causes me extra stress. I want it to be a bit of an escape. Yeah, whereas from my point of view, everything is slightly quieter than it might have been in previous years, and possibly a bit of a lull because I'm sort of struggling to find the time slash motivation because of my time restraints. Mm. And so for me, the idea of setting a project 
is kind of hopefully going to help me motivate myself to realise that even though I do have limited time, I can still do fun and creative things with some of that time. Yeah, so you might, because you feel like you want to push yourself a bit, you might go for something that's a little bit more taxing because they might be a bit more frequent or take a little bit more time. I'm going to go for something that doesn't cause me more stress. Yeah, and uh, something that's achievable because I can see that I've I've got a lot that is already probably unachievable. So mm. I think it depends on personal circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you done Instagram challenges, and do you think they are worth the time and effort? I personally love an Instagram challenge. I can't remember how many years ago, but I joined in with Inktober, which is a challenge in October for artists and illustrators. And lots of different artists come up with their own prompt lists and you pick one and you follow it and you post your illustration each day. And for me, that project really helped me and I made some work I really loved. And I drew things I probably wouldn't have otherwise drawn because, you know, it was someone else's prompts and I had to go with it. I wasn't able to just do my own thing. Mm. And I feel like they are a really good use of if you've got the time obviously some of them are more time consuming than others this one is a drawing every day which I would no way have the time for anymore (laughs) but did I did back then and I really enjoyed it but others are I don't know drawing a week or drawing every other day so you just pick one that's manageable for you but I definitely would recommend it because I think it's a great way to get yourself just practicing and drawing and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone possibly yeah I like Instagram challenges I I actually ran one two years ago yeah for collage print collage um which was actually horrible to run it was so stressful (laughs) the sense of responsibility was unbearable so I wouldn't run one again I don't think but I I like doing them I think they're good because it's like a kind of group thing because everyone's posting the same thing but responding differently yeah I really enjoyed the my planet week Um, oh yeah I did that one yeah because I helped host that one for a couple of years Mm. it was less pressure because there's like a group of hosts yeah and it's much less time consuming than a monthly challenge like Inktober because I think it was five illustrations over possibly over a month yeah I can't remember I remember it being a lot of pressure because of how I make my work and I was engraving all the block so Mm. for me that was quite even that was quite a lot yeah it does really depend on yeah how you're making your work because for for me I can make illustrations quite quickly so it's Mm. less there's less time pressure there yeah it's something else to think about isn't it but I have always found that when I've really decided to commit to a challenge it has really pushed me and helped me develop because quite often I might come across a prompt that I think no I don't I don't like that and I wouldn't otherwise choose to do a drawing based on that Mm. but because I'm following the challenge I do it and then I might surprise myself and be like actually I really like that drawing I also think like some days things go wrong you're ill or whatever like if I'm doing a challenge I would look at the prompt list and maybe do the first two and then always be working two days ahead so that you've got a bit of give you know because it's so easy to (laughs) fall behind if Mm. you're always a little bit ahead you can fall behind and still be okay that's what I did with Inktober I think if I had time in the day I'd do the next couple of days worth mm. so then I knew that at least I had them prepared yeah. and could keep <laughs> keep up with them yeah but also I guess if you do miss a day that doesn't matter no. and um you can just miss one out I really enjoy the challenges at Christmas time as well so the ad- like um 
advent calendar countdown mm. drawing challenges mm. i love those i just think if you yeah if you have spend some time searching on instagram you'll find lots of them and you just pick one that's right for you or that you're interested in joining in with yeah also people set their own like 100 day projects on instagram and things like that and i think they're really good i've seen people's instagrams like blow up doing those like people really like to follow along and they gain like so many followers over those hundred posts i was gonna say that joining in with a big public challenge is actually a good way to join followers because you use Mm. the hashtag and then when i'm doing a challenge i like to look at that hashtag and and see other people's work and then also if the host is is someone with a lot of followers then they're quite often they reshare work and then you might get seen by a big audience so actually it's quite a good way for a bit of exposure Mm. if you want that from it as well that's true do you prefer to share these goals or challenges publicly or keep them to yourself while working on them? I live my life publicly. <laughs> I think it's really important for accountability to tell someone. Mm. If, if it's not social media, then like whoever you live with or your friends be like, I'm going to do this. Just to kind of put it out there rather than because it's so easy to not do it if it's if you only you know. I think it's easier to quit if it's just you and mm an idea you've had and then you're like oh can't be bothered with this anymore (laughs) so I do agree it's quite good to be public with it you could also um you if you're not don't want to share your work publicly you could make a an Instagram account and just have it private and just document it like a sketch but there you could always make it public in the future that's a nice thought isn't it that Instagram is just everyone's personal sketchbook or at least it used to be before Instagram demanded everything was a reel most of my (laughs) posts are videos now yeah Mm. that's because Instagram hates still Instagram's not about the stills anymore. I just anymore. don't bother with them anymore. They're, I just know there's no point. It, it's just amazing how poorly uh, just posting a photo on essentially a photo app does yeah. <laughs> these days. Anyway, we digress. We move into Instagram part three there. Uh, how do you decide what project you're going to do? I feel like there's things that I've started that I thought I'd like to do more of that, but it didn't quite fit into my business. Mm. So some maybe something you've seen potential in before, but didn't have the time to actually realise how far it could go. Yeah. Um, and also I was thinking for people whose jobs aren't creative or don't have a business, like say you do like an office job, it'd be nice to have a creative project you do in the evenings. Along the side, yeah. Mm. You could also do something that you've never done before. Just something completely random that's creative and you always wanted to do when I was thinking about because when we decided to do this episode we thought okay we're gonna have to set ourselves challenges Mm. so when I was thinking about how to set myself a challenge I was sort of thinking what would be more challenging Mm. than how I usually work and and sort of slightly more interesting and a bit different because I could very easily sit down and say I'm gonna draw 30 birds in x amount of times but like I've I've done that, been there, like I, I draw birds all the time. Mm. So, so for me, I think possibly you're going to get a bit more out of it if you try and push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and pick something that is a bit different to what you usually do. Mm-hmm. So I've written a list of ideas that I was thinking people could do in case people need a spark of inspiration. Mm, nice. So the one one I really would like to do one day is to like paint the sky each day. So like have a little thing of watercolors and each morning look up at the sky. So if it's just blue like it is today, just do a wash of blue and have a grid so each square is a day. 
Oh, that is so nice. I, I want to do really that. Nice. It's my project. I know. I want to do that too. But I just think that is so far removed from my business. I couldn't allow myself to do something so. No, but I. Different. But are you thinking that because you're thinking? Yeah, because I, I couldn't post think, that on Instagram because there's two. Well, yeah, but possibly you don't have to make money from the project. No, you're not meant to. But I am broken because that is so hard running a business, and everything comes back to is this viable? It's also, so Instagram tells tells us right that you should fit in this little box this little brand that you've put yourself in don't don't move out of it don't don't suddenly make work that looks nothing like what you've done before and that that little project there would look Mm. totally different to your wood engraving so i like it's it'd be scary but it might be really good for your just for your personal growth and your mental health i was just thinking wouldn't it be cool to make a an Instagram account just for this and then each square is the sky and then when you when you just look at the grid you've got all the different skies you can scroll it'd be lovely I really want to do that now maybe I changed my idea (laughs) (laughs) how uh how long would you do it for well you could do it forever because it's literally like if I look up today I'm like blue that take 30 seconds if I have the watercolor always by the window and always have a grid. Do you Should know we both I mean? scrap our projects and just paint the sky? <laughs> so nice. Like, it's just <laughs> oh, so... Oh, it's so like, nice. I feel that is just a really happy... It's just a really happy project. It's about noticing the weather and nature and just the small things and, like, just looking up. Hmm. I like that a Let's lot. Let's quit our jobs and just do that. Anyway, <laughs> so I might do that, but if that inspires you, do it. There could be a whole movement of sky drawings on Instagram. Mm, nice. Um And then I've got, buy a diary, like a 2024 diary, but instead of writing, you could do a little sketch on each page. Like, do something on each page so it like kind of holds you accountable if you wanted a daily thing. You could keep track of the days. Hmm. That was another thought. And I've seen this one around on TikTok a lot. And it's like a mood blanket or scarf. So each day you knit a line and each colour equates to your mood. Ooh, knitting. I know. I'm I'm not going to do this one. So like, if you're anxious, maybe that's yellow. So if you're having an anxious day, you knit a yellow line. And then at the end of the year, you can see your moods throughout the year. That is cool like that i mean i can't knit but i like that idea or crochet but i really like the idea you could even do that just like with a painting have you could paint a stripy painting Hmm. nice this isn't that dissimilar from the sky idea but i always quite like the idea of i don't know if you've got a dog Mm. you're going to go on a walk every day Mm -hmm. and i've kind of liked the idea of just picking up a leaf every single day Mm. on a walk and just doing something with it so you maybe you draw it or maybe you print with it or maybe you print over it but like mm. just just every day and it would be possible to find a leaf every day and they don't even have to be that different i just yeah. think possibly you could make a really nice selection of little leafy experiments there i like the idea of printing with it you could have it in a book so each, mm. each page is a different leaf that you printed gosh we i want to quit my job now and just make fun <laughs> just, stuff for, yeah well, wouldn't that be for nice? no reason all of these things have made me think that I've thought too much into my project. I think what I really liked about that Sky one was mm. that, that you could do that every day and it's possibly going to take five minutes. Yeah, and also I was thinking whatever project you need to do unless... Like, it, I think it needs to be portable. Mm. I think it yeah. needs to be... And you could take a little book of Sky paintings anywhere and there's Sky wherever you are. Mm. That makes me think you've changed your project from what we discussed the other day. I haven't. You haven't? No. Do you want to tell us what your project is? 
I feel a bit like it's not that great now, though. Like, all your project ideas were better than this. My project idea isn't as good as what I just read out. Mm. Okay, well, this this project is something that I set myself because I think it will really push the boundaries of my normal work. Mm. So when I was thinking about how I work, and I'm a digital illustrator, and so therefore I have access to a completely unlimited colour palette. Yeah. And I do very colourful illustrations, right? And I like I like that. I really enjoy that about the way I work. Mm. But I was thinking about... The, it kind of what sparked this idea was when I when I have done interior book illustrations in the past the brief for those has quite often been black and white so I couldn't use any color and quite often I struggled with it because I struggled with how to express myself without my totally unlimited color palette I'm not going with black and white but I did think I would like to create a series of illustrations with a very limited colour palette. By very limited, I mean I might possibly pick just a background colour and then the illustration itself, I might just try and use white. Nice. I thought that might be... Mm. Like, it might be really interesting to see what I can create. And then I want the illustrations to be a bit more pattern-orientated because I love pattern. I have created a lot of patterns, but not. I've never dedicated a, a project two patterns Mm -hmm. and I want to be inspired by each pattern by something something I I see in the week something I find Mm. so to conclude limited color palette Mm -hmm. a pattern element Mm. and something inspired from the week and the project is going to be one a week yeah for a minimum of a month and then see how I feel that sounds good so you're going to be drawing with white, you said. So normally you draw with black if you were doing a drawing. No, I don't draw with black or white, really. I usually just go in so go in with all the colours I can. Okay. I was trying to picture it because normally I, I have your calendar by my side, but it's downstairs. Well, you can't picture it because it is so no, different to what I would usually do. Because I just assumed that your illustrations were colour and then you'd done a black outline because I think that's how I envision people working. No, never. I literally never sketch. I never start off with an outline. So say I was drawing a robin. Yeah. I would just get in all the red bits. That's blown And the white bits. And then I'll go... Yeah, and then I'll just go on top of it with textures. Wow. Yeah. So 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 that's going to be so different. Yeah. Mm. It is going to be different. But I just feel like it will help me really focus on things like um, shapes and details that I might really otherwise have just heavily relied on the colour to tell that story, but I won't be able to use colour. So I'll have to just really... Mark making. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Texture. So starting now? Starting this week? (laughs) I don't know. When when are you going to start your project? Uh, Now? Right now. Right yeah. now, no. bye. <laughs> See, I did actually really want to start it when I started prepping it this morning and I thought I don't have time, I've got to do emails, horrible emails. Okay, um, yeah, well, I try and do the, uh, fir- the first illustration for the project, I try and do it this week. Okay, spit non-committal. I'll do it this week, there you 100%. Go. Good. When, okay, talk us I'm going to hold you accountable. Now. Thanks. Um, my project is not sky painting, unfortunately, although I might do that. It is collaging. Because it, I felt like I couldn't do wood engraving because that really is what I do. So and it's I don't know, you know. I feel like you do more and more collaging these days, and it brings you more and more happiness. True. I find collaging really meditative and relaxing. Mm. It's like I just love it. So mm. it makes sense to do it as like a fun project. So normally my collages are tiny. Like when I say tiny, I mean like 
somewhere between a centimeter up to the biggest I've done I think is 20 centimeters hmm. square and then I thought I'll do a big collage a month and then oh, I thought wait, one a month one a month how big are we talking? Well, I was thinking like A3, which for me is huge. But yeah. <laughs> I thought I can't go from small to big because I just don't know how that's going to go. Don't be an idiot. Also, I thought I'm going away in like a week or two weeks for two weeks. So I've, it's got to be portable. Hmm. So I ha- I cut it. Here you go. You can see B's got a visual. Here's a bit of card that I'm going to do my first collage on. That's the size, is it? Like underwhelmingly small. Is it just under A4? That looks yeah, it's looks 21 like by 25 because I don't like A4 ratio as much as... I quite like square, but then I thought landscape's nice, so it's 25 mm. by 21. So I'm going to do one a month for the year, so 12 of these at the end of it. Okay, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll, ex- I'll extend my very uh, wishy-washy deadline to also do one of my things. Actually, did I say once a week? You said once a week. Yeah, okay, forget that, scrap that. What are you changing? I can't do one a week for a year, terms? can I? That's a lot. Uh, well, I think you should do... I think you should do one a week until spring. Mm. And then at spring, you could change the the like terms of mm. your project. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted your project. Okay. So, so, yeah. So you're doing one a month for a year. One a month for a year. And it will be something I dip in and out of because my prints are so small. So the scraps I have to use are so small. And that is not big, but it is big for me. It's big for you, yeah, it is, yeah. And uh, there's no, like, uh, subject matter or anything. It's just whatever I decide to collage. And I work on it over the month. What are you going to do with them at the end of it? Sell them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... I don't know, hmm. but that's nice. Okay. Nice idea, though. It's okay, not to know, isn't it? I guess I'll find out. Do I like working at that scale, or do yeah. I not? Yeah. I wanted some bigger impact pieces for shows. So, say by March, I've got two finished. Like early March, I might take two to the show. Nice. And I'll post about them on Instagram. Yeah, obviously. Because I gotta hold myself accountable. Do you feel inspired? You just want to paint sky now, don't you? Yeah, I really liked that idea. Oh, no. <laughs> but I like the idea that they'd be so simple and so quick and like mm. possibly on their own, not that great. Mm. But then once you lined them all up, mm. it would be like the most beautiful oh, documentation really of the year, wouldn't it? I feel like someone must have done this. I'm going to Google it right now. No one has unique thoughts. Well, that's, that's a bit depressing. Daily sky paintings. Oh, we've got like Turner coming up. Hang on, grid. <laughs> I think his probably took a bit longer than five minutes. I can't find any daily sky paintings on a grid, you know. Yeah, but you've just spent uh, three seconds googling it. Well, I think we could be the first. <laughs> no, I'm sure people are. Hey, it's your idea. You claim it. Hang on. Let me look at um, Instagram and and look up the hashtag daily sky <laughs> painting. <laughs> Fewer than 100 posts. So if you're listening now, there's a real gap in this sky painting market. We mm. could start an out of ink sky painting hashtag. I think I want to do it just for myself, you know. Mm. I think, I can't imagine anything more beautiful, big mm. claim I know, mm. than I wish that I'd started this though, if I was going to do it at the, on the 1st of January. Because yeah, imagine getting to the end of the year... Mm. And I feel like these paintings are only they should only should only be like a few centimeters, right? And then imagine putting them all together at the end of the year. What an impact that would have! Yeah. Mm. I want to get a big canvas and grid yeah. it up. Yeah. And then 
it's hilarious we talked about our own projects and now we just we just there's really no want passion to do this. in our own projects <laughs> there's zero passion it'd be really important that you pick the exact time of day every day it would and it would have to be somewhere where because if you picked it too early or too late some parts of the year it would just be black yes yeah so it that would definitely would have to be sort of anything later from 8am I'd say I reckon 10am I think 10am is a good time or 9am often at your desk and I'm normally on a dog walk you could do it out and about though Mm. yeah effort though isn't it really? not if you were doing a huge canvas I just imagine you dragging this enormous canvas around the that was the other thing I really want to start oil painting and then I thought I can't I don't have the time oh I used to like oil painting I know it's messy though it's so messy and like then cleaning the brushes afterwards in white Chemicals, spirit horrible yeah. well do you remember I started it last like just over a year ago I was like I'm gonna start oil painting and you were like are you sure and then I went outside and I was like I'm crap at this <laughs> I gave up. <laughs> oh no, that makes me sound so unsupportive. No, because you were like, you were like, I think you've got a lot on now. You're now you've got big old dreams to be an oil painter. You were right because I have no skill in it, and that's why I don't do it. <laughs> that shouldn't put people off though. If you practice, you'll get good at something. It's just mm. like, yeah, I tried mm. once, and I just felt like a failure. Anyway, on that note. Yeah, I hope that's given you some ideas for a daily project. Or yeah, a and if you project. do start a project, please do tag us in it oh, on yeah. Instagram. We would love to see. Yeah, we would. Thank you so much for listening to us ramble on about how much we want to paint skies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, send us a nice message, follow us on Instagram at Out of Ink Pod. Keep an eye on our Instagram because we'll be putting a poll up for you to vote for the next anxiety scale and mm-hmm. also we always ask for questions on there on future topics yes and if you ever have just any ideas you want to pitch to us then you can send us a message please do that because we were we were really struggling to come up with this one so <laughs> god knows what next month's gonna be like <laughs> um so we will be back in february possibly coming to you half of us coming to you from wales uh hope you have a good january and the january blues aren't too blue like the sky for our sky painting <laughs> <laughs>